everybody. I'm Grant. And I'm Eric. And you're listening to the Quacking Ducks podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we love, making the other person experience it for the first time, and then we talk about it here on this podcast. Grant, what did we talk about today? We talked about the 2017 Korean film, The Villainous. This week was my choice, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I chose a movie that I had seen somebody on Twitter suggested, hey, if you like Parasite, here's another cool Korean movie, and I was like, okay, cool, so I went and watched it, and I really enjoyed it, and it's called The Villainous. Uh, it came out in 2017. Um it's a cool movie. Uh, wh- why don't why don't you uh, mm-hmm. tell us what it's about? Okay. Well, okay. Can I give a? I want. Let's do because it it's a it's a quite spoilerable movie. I think. So yeah, I, that's true. That's true. I I mm. wanted to give a little bit of like, oh, how what did I think of it? Uh, so firstly, I realized. I, like, in kind of the the course of this movie, but also, like, leading up to watching it, because I was, like, not super excited to watch it, just because all I knew was that it was a Korean revenge film, which, in my mind, paints a picture of that genre, you know, and, like, maybe I'm just not super well-read on the genre, because, like, this movie... It's not far off from like a John Wick kind of thing, right? Which is a movie where a character seeks revenge, mm-hmm. but to me, I, I've always understood that as quite different than like what a Korean revenge film is as a genre. It's not just a person seeking revenge who happens to be Korean, um, and like in my mind, that genre usually has people just go f- through the fucking worst experiences imaginable to then (laughs) like and then they seek revenge like that's the whole point and and like so that way any retribution they put onto onto their enemies is like entirely justified and i've never been into that aspect of the genre because to me i'm like we don't like and maybe it's an american audience thing i i don't know how much that's a part of it but to me it's like Oh, you need very little reason to justify enacting violence on bad people in terms of Western cinema. Like I mentioned John Wick, it's like, oh, we have a three-film franchise that's all starts with, oh, the bad guy's killed his dog. Which, <laughs> yes, that's bad, but it's a very simple, digestible, and like, it, it's over and done with... Like, the, that moment of violence is over and done with very quickly compared to my understanding of different Korean revenge films. It's like, yeah, it, it, my understanding was always it like dips into just like really detestable or like torture porn level stuff before then going to the action flick. And I'm like, and the, that aspect of the storytelling, I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I can, so I, I've just never really enjoyed, um, or been interested in Korean revenge films. So at first I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Thankfully. And I said this before, this is not that like, this doesn't feel to me the way I understand, like old boy feeling. It's just, it's just a Korean. I I would feel like calling it a Korean action movie might be better or an action thriller just to kind of Mm. remove that um, misassociation. I don't know if I'm the only one who ever found that genre to be a loaded term. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Well, um, I'm, in, I'm interested. I, <clears throat> I feel like this, at least 
If I was to phone a friend on who wants to be a millionaire, because this mm. is a relevant and uh, timely reference. Yeah. Uh, but like, if I was to, if I was, if someone was to ask me to try to figure out uh, what the actual answer to that is, obviously I would ask Brian. Um, mm. Because I don't know for a fact. I'm kind of like googling a little bit right now. Yeah. But it my, does my seem, understanding. Yeah, it does seem that like a Korean revenge film is a film in which Korean people get revenge. Right. Like, which seems, honestly, even in, in this movie, it's not. I don't even. Even if you use that definition, it's kind of loosely applied uh, here. Mm, in like, in I, that. I, I mean, it has a it has a different aspect of it that happens the, in the middle, but it's a pretty the middle is most revenge. of the movie. So okay, no, no, so no, that I'm actually gets the whole like I guess the the so, I don't know. I, I will say how about this? A large portion of the action is a result of someone of trying the to get action. Vengeance. Hell's yes, a hundred percent. I, so here's Which my, kind my of description. The, like, of it's the, kind of like it's kind of like the the attraction. Like this is like you said, John Wick. John Wick is like if it had if if Keanu Reeves was Korean, it would be a Korean revenge film. Like it's okay. very much well, a revenge I guess film. Here, and I feel like this is pretty close to I, he, some John okay, Wick let me, stuff. Let me say what like here's my description of the movie, and mm-hmm. and then I'll get to why I think it's still different. This movie has a fucking amazing opening action sequence and a mm. fucking amazing final action sequence and then the entirety of the departed is just in between those and it's sure to me it's not like the character's well, motivation thing, for a majority of the film is uh Whatever that Black Widow movie that wasn't a Black Widow movie, remember, like, Red Sparrow or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, most of the movie is not a revenge film. It's like a spy thriller, secret society of lady assassins thing. And then at the end, it's like, oh, actually, here's the person you were seeking revenge for or against. That's who hmm. what the beginning was, too. But most of the two-plus-hour movie is not that. I think it's, it depends a lot on... Okay. The reason I would categorize it as a revenge <laughs> film is because the character's main motivation is to get vengeance and the... Like, the all the middle stuff, which is, like, like you're not wrong, it's a very big part of the of the, the movie, but it's kind of like it, it's kind of like if you if you restructured and gave different amounts of time to stuff in Old Boy, and and obviously this would be different and boring for Old Boy. But if like mm-hmm. the him just in the hotel room for ten years, if that was most of the middle of the movie, and like you know they had him go off at the end of it, I feel like he's still getting revenge. That's still his main motivation right, for existing. Well, like, I, and I feel like that's the same. I, I'm. Yeah, I haven't seen Old Boy in ages, so I can't really like most of my understanding of the genre is proxy from just Brian telling me about movies he's seen, uh-huh. which always just have people going through the worst shit possible. Sure. Um, so that that was what I meant by like I w- I don't want to call this It'd a Korean fair. revenge film to personally because the term is just loaded in a weird way so, that is independent of the actual words in it. Here's, here's my of that here, before yeah. before I want to counter a thing. Her main motivation in majority of the movie is not revenge. It's doing her job to earn a nor- to she believes doing her job for 10 years will earn her and her daughter a normal life. That is her main motivation for most of the movie. Sure. I I think that the Okay, here's a couple of things I'll say and then we can move off of it. <laughs> um if you just A if you just Google Korean revenge film uh, eight photos come up, and the sixth photo is this movie. Uh, right. Uh, I also I think that the the one thing that might be I don't know different in how we're evaluating it. You do talk so this is super spoilers. 
you do talk <laughs> about like oh you expect it's the most the worst horrible shit ever happens to them and that's what makes them go off her fucking daughter dies Right, but that's at the end of the movie again. Yeah, but I, that's really I, I, bad. Right. <laughs> My, like, okay, I'm talking about and her love is a lie twice. Right. <laughs> like, again, like, that is like, over the course of the movie. I'm talking about like okay, this is the dumbest example of a, a uh, but it's like for some reason it's the first example of a revenge story I can remember ever hearing about. Uh, do you remember the movie Paparazzi? vaguely okay so in my mind the stereotypical structure of a revenge film and this is like structurally speaking not just do they seek revenge or not is like you have a a protagonist who has the capability of being an action hero whether secretly or not secretly then either they or their partner experiences just like the worst fucking shit within like the first 10 minutes and it's very much like a fridging that then justifies the protagonist going off and doing their revenge. That's what I was expecting. I'm not saying this isn't a revenge film. I think you're right. By genre terms. I'm saying I like, if you knew this about me before we talked about the movie and like, if I was trying to convince like Helen or someone else to see this movie, I just wouldn't call it that because I, it paints uh, in my mind, it it, it pre like it, it primes me for an expectation around this movie that does the movie a disservice. Interesting. Um, I, I like I, I thought I it was, especially with it being a female protagonist, I was like, oh, it's gonna be hard. Like, there's just horrible men in her life. She's probably gonna be a victim of sexual assault. I don't want to watch that, but Grant made me watch this movie, and then she's mm-hmm. gonna go on murder spree against her attackers. And blah blah, and like that's not the movie. The movie's way right. more weird and interesting than that. Right, right, yeah. And I, so. I would say, like, yeah, it's definitely not a prototypical structure for a revenge film, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I the reason I meant I said that to you was because I I think the the thing I had seen before watching this was something somebody saying, "Hey, it's uh, John Wick," but. Uh, a Korean woman instead. And mm-hmm. while not 100% accurate, there's certainly a lot of connection there that makes sense. And I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I kind of just, I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, John Wick's Revenge Film, this is Revenge Film. Like, you know, I kind of just like mm-hmm. lump that all in together. I think the John Wick thing has more specific connections to like throughout it, but like, like in terms of just like world building and like, um, some other stuff, but you know, I definitely this it, like if we were to compare this to like you know how some people have compared um, the movie Haywire to as like a female Jason Bourne, mm-hmm. I'd say that's a lot closer than necessarily this to to yeah John Wick or right whatever. I, I think that's true. I I, I always, like, it made me kind of I like I actually had the opposite thing where I like. I went in with that, and then all this other cool stuff happened, and I was like, holy fuck, this is awesome. Like, it's doing all this yeah. other cool stuff. Like, yeah. you know. I think you could say the first 10 minutes and the last 10, 20 minutes are, are John Wick, and then oh, the middle... No, the, no, no, no. Well, totally I, I guess... Um, mo- I'm primarily talking about, like, it being... Uh, the, like the, the, main, the main scenes, appeal but... is may, is like extremely well choreographed and executed action sequences. Right, right. Um, which is like that's the let's be real. But like I also that is love not the also, only thing good about John Wick, but it is definitely one well, of the top things on yeah, the list. And the other top thing is world building, and this movie does also has world building as well in a cool it way. It does have world building. I think it's. I mean, they're they're just different. Prob- it just I don't, is I don't, world building. I don't think it's as intense and interesting I, as John Wick, but I still think it's pretty cool and interesting. I think it's cool and interesting. I think John Wick's is more um, surreal or almost like fantastical or mystical. Like, like, I'm not just being facetious when I say the middle majority of the movie to me was uh, very comparable to The Departed in terms of sure. the difference being yeah, it's yeah. Mo- most, like it's a lot of like 
dramatic irony. It's a lot of right, like, right, wait, right. who's betraying who right now? Right. Uh, like, whose side are you actually on? If this was a video game, uh, you would believe it would end with a like, wait, so are you like, do you choose to be on this team or this team? Because both. Well, that's that's kind of what I feel, like about it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. cool. It's just, um, it's a very different thing then i i think the opening like the opening is hardcore henry you know <laughs> like which is and it, except it's better it's hardcore right, henry but right. better right um but then there's like not really any action sequences that live up to that until the no, very until end. The end and like yeah, that totally. was kind of weird yeah. just like from a structural standpoint yeah yeah i i think that it it made sense for the movie. I think that the um, the thing that I liked, like, I did, it, it certainly is less. It's weird because they're both obviously somewhat fantastical, but it was less fantastical than uh, John Wick, maybe. But it was like it, it used that effectively to be more impactful. I felt like <laughs> I felt more for the different characters' turns and stuff, whereas like. Um, just for instance, I like all the John Wick movies, but in like John Wick three spoilers for that. Um, at the end, this character that John Wick's worked to help protect, you know, for most of the movie and that we've known for all, all three movies, he just betrays John really quickly and shoots him. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, what the fuck? Like, you know, what, where did that come from? And it didn't, it felt that like turn to me felt less impactful and more just kind of mm-hmm. out of nowhere compared to with this, they really dug into the emotional relationship between uh, her and the guy that, you know, was supervising slash trying to, to you know, uh, get into a relationship with her. And so when the truth came out about that, it was a lot more emotionally impactful, which I thought was cool, but it's also in this like world building weird setup of this, you know, weird manipulative spy world kind of thing, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. To me, this felt like the Black Widow backstory that I want. Like it right. was that, very dope. It very much was that. I think my my only gripe mostly boils down to it's a very long movie. It and you, at least for me, like I felt its length. Um, mm. And I think that is in part yeah, because no, it, it does it does have multiple uh, like yeah changes and, and, and I think yeah. in part it's because you have a really really cool very well choreographed very quick well paced action sequence as your absolute opener. opening which is yeah. like awesome and then it 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 is kind of like a whiplash to like oh you get nothing like that for. A right. long time, and it, it, I think if to me, I almost was like, I, I'd be curious if this is like based on something because it, there there is an aspect of this feeling like it's like, oh, we're gonna cover the three books in this one movie. Like it kind of has that <laughs> quality to it a little bit. Interesting. Um, I also I forgot to mention I did not dig. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, uh, it does, let's see, uh, it doesn't say that it was based on anything, but it does say that it was, uh, it was, um, influenced by, uh, La Femme Nikita, uh, which is Luke Besson, uh, movie, um, but, um, I, one of the other things I forgot to compare this to, and this is kind of an interesting thing that you bring that up, that it, it was, like, trying to cover a lot in, in this one movie, mm-hmm. um, it, the other connection besides John Wick uh, is that it is it feels again not tonally the same, but it feels very uh, Kill Bill as well. Mm. Uh, you know that's its own. You know it's that's a you know modeled after Japanese revenge uh, flick kind of style and stuff, and it, like it has a lot of similarities. Honestly, it could take place in the same world as Kill Bill. Right. Like they're straight up. Like in Kill Bill, there's, you know, just there's we know that there are multiple uh, different like teams of female assassins that belong like that, like are just in existence in different countries. Mm-hmm. And like this could just be in that world, you know, theoretically, obviously the tone is somewhat different and whatever. But like I could see this movie 
Because also this movie also deals like very directly with, you know, similar to Kill Bill deals with like motherhood and kind of that Mm -hmm. interesting dynamic to uh, a female spy and stuff. And like, I feel like I feel like this could have been structured in a way that it also that it got two entries, Mm -hmm. you know, like that it was like two volumes long. So like that I could see. Um, And and we should probably call out that like. Obviously, the the DNA of this film it ha- is like more directly rooted in the ancestry of what Kill Bill was attempting right. to emulate. Yes, yes. I, yeah. Just because I I would hate for you to run for president someday, and then the quote be like, <laughs> "Oh, Grant thought that this Korean revenge film most re- mo- was reminiscent of the time a white guy tried to make an, an Asian revenge film." You right. know? Yeah. Right. Like there's story connections too. Is why right. I bring it up. I, I, and yeah. I there's thematic connections. I'm unfamiliar and with. If we're talking the, for an audience. It's like, well, what? What's an easy, uh, her, you know, her, focal point that they can latch onto is like Kill Bill. People know. I am curious if it's if there are like other, you know, I, like again, this is just my ignorant showing of like <laughs> I don't know how these all these types of stories. But like one thing that was interesting was that the initial kind of revenge thing that she's trying to find of uh, who killed her father. That whole sequence is almost like directly one for one the origin of Oren Ishii and Kill Bill. Like, like it's really, really, really close. So I'm curious if that is like a prototypical origin story for like a, a femme fatale kind of character or not. I just don't know that much about Revenge yeah, in general. I, like, I would, like, <laughs> I, I'd hate to just guess, but like, because I, the connection I was having, especially thinking of like, my expectations of what a, you know, cat, like, quote, Korean revenge film, the genre is versus just a, a movie in which a character is seeking revenge. The Her initial motivation that way, especially with her, like, tr- like training within crime families for a very, very recent uh, reference, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's Huntress from... DC right, Comics, right. Also most very recently, similar. Yeah. yeah, most recently, Birds of Prey, but like that character has existed since. I, or, hmm, I'm trying to think of when that version of that character showed up, like that. Right, right. 80s, late 80s, I think, because uh, it's after Crisis on Infinite Earths. But that, so that that makes me inclined to think you're you're not wrong. That's like, oh, and, and I mean that's just revenge storylines in general and I, I mentioned the concept of of fridging that trope earlier which right, is like right. that 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 is kind of inherent to a revenge story is like well you need to be getting revenge for someone and unless the revenge is for your, yourself the protagonist you're getting revenge for someone else who for the rest of the movie they're probably not going to be the focal point so mm-hmm. um and just because of uh like most fiction being rooted in heteronormative uh, gender concepts, it makes sense. It's like, oh, if you're going to make a a revenge story about a woman, who are they getting revenge for? Probably a man, either Mm. her partner or her father. So I I don't think that's... I I don't think you'd be far off to say like, oh yeah, that seems very traditional for a, well, for a revenge structure. I, I will say, like, okay, so this actually brings me to another thing I wanted to say because I I had a lot of fun with this. So I'm sure there's more stuff like this. Again, I want Brian to uh, listen and, and text me and tell me. But, um, yeah. so oh, we should leave a comment on SoundCloud. That too, that too. Um, but, uh, so the, the interesting thing that I found in this as well was uh, I was able to identify a lot of um, uh, the kind of just like influences of, of certain things. And OK, so these are I'm going beyond like oh, just uh, this situation is similar but and going more into specific like they're like the shot, you know, uh, setup is almost like shot for shot kind of similar kind of stuff. And again, I don't think that these are ripping or stealing from anybody or whatever. I think that this is a pretty common thing that happens in a lot of, uh, specifically action, but like, you know, like someone like riffing off of like, Oh, let me try that, but a little different or whatever. 
Um, are you are you now in these examples? I'm just curious. Are you open to the possibility of just parallel thought occurring? Totally, totally. Okay. That's po- totally possible. Okay. Some of them seem so like insanely similar that it it would seems be surprising, almost but... impossible. But like it's it's totally possible. Um, but like you know the the like one of the least like connected ones. I would say there's parts of the the opening thing uh, that are, is, are, is first person that is very like it seems like an homage to old boy. It just looks like a different perspective on that hallway fight in Old Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that, you know, there's a lot of hallway fights and obviously people do them in different ways. So, that, you know, um, but the ones that are more direct are so, like I said, the the Arani Shii and Kill Bill, her origin story compared to uh, our heroes or story in the villainous, like they're they're like shot for shot, like really, really similar. Uh, which is kind of cool. Like it, I it felt it made me feel cool that I had seen Kill Bill and could remember that. And I was like, oh man, mm-hmm. that, like that's what made me think. Like, oh, maybe they're in the same world. That's cool. Um, there's um, also a shot in this that's really, really badass and cool, where she has to uh, uh, she has to get a sniper on her wedding day and like shoot somebody. And so she, like, gets up on the bathtub in her wedding dress with the sniper rifle, and there's just kind of, like, a side shot of her, and it's, like, just such a ridiculous image of, you know, this bride holding a giant rifle. Like, it's a very cool image. Uh, But it also, it reminded me of uh, the Mission Impossible Rogue Nation opera scene, which was also very cool. And, like, this is not, like, a shot-for-shot immediately exact thing, but in that... Uh, the female protagonist in, in Rogue Nation uh, is wearing like an opera gown kind of like fancy dress and has a sniper rifle and is trying to shoot someone. And that's it's just like a very cool, like, you know, different image that we're just not as <laughs> used to seeing of like, oh, this is this like symbol of like intense femininity, like playing up the feminine like nature of the character. Yeah while also having a giant gun and, like, aiming at someone. Like, it's just a cool, you know, image. Uh, and they were just, you know, they're shot similarly, so I thought that was cool. Uh, and Rogue Nation came out two years before this did. So I, I could see that being an inspiration. Um, one thing I will say, we talked about John Wick. This movie came out two, we- uh, two years before John Wick 3. The motorcycle scene, there's a motorcycle sword fight scene in this mm-hmm. movie that is very similar to the motorcycle sword fight scene in John Wick. Uh, and just because they're so similar in terms of like, you know, other, other aspects of, of them, they just kind of have a similar feeling. Like it was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like they probably saw that and like got inspired to do something like that and, you know, put their own twist on it or whatever. So I just thought all that shit was cool. I will say it's not like the action is all like inspired or inspiring other stuff. There's definitely stuff in this movie that you have not seen in other movies that's mm-hmm. so fucking cool uh, in terms of the action. Like, there's a lot of really, really inventive and awesome uh, action shots that are, like, they're cool action, but they're also just shot extremely well in really interesting ways. So, yeah, I was, I was mm-hmm. all about at it. At the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. <laughs> sure, yeah, and yeah, it's not throughout the whole movie. I'm just yeah. saying... I, it was it's notable enough that it's like you're someone who's like really into action. I highly recommend watching this movie. Oh, for sure. Because the, it's like some really unique shit. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see that some of that stuff like pop up in, uh, you know, a Western movie in the two years or something like that, just because it seemed like something that would be inspiring to, you know, stunt coordinators all around, you know, the world mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? So. Yeah. It, I like, Joking aside, if if we're talking about someone, it's kind of like you know how when the raid first came out, yeah, everyone was watching like the one one of the fight scenes with the raid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was again. It was, I think it was probably the hallway fight scene. Right, right, uh, right. I I think it's important to to say like, hey, these fight scenes are amazing, but also like tem- tempering expectations a bit, like. Only because the the placement of them, can, I do feel like, can set 
Because, like, the world of the opening sequence, I actually found way more interesting. And even some of the imagery I found way more interesting. Like, when she lands and it's in the rain and, like, the cops around her and stuff, like, that felt very grounded and gritty. And, like, that that moment felt like it could exist or, like, ha- has a much more direct ancestry to the inspiration for like daredevil and stuff like that kind of very yeah, yeah. tactile criminal well, underworld kind of thing and, yeah um yeah which i was it's very interested in hallway fight based off the raids hallway fight yeah, like, right. which is also it, kind of related that, to old then, boys from old fight yeah. yeah there's all of that but then even just like that the lighting like i mostly it was that shot that like crystallized that of like yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. it's very similar yeah, yeah, yeah her even her the costume design of like her leather jacket and stuff and then it it did pivot to more of a like more of the the spy thriller espionage kind of stuff throughout the the majority of the film which was like that was good i i think it's just an issue of like i want like because it's kind of riding a bunch of genre lines, I think the the dangerous aspect of doing that is you could hit on a thing that just from a sense of taste, someone might be like, "Oh fuck, that's my jam," and then like, but if the like that's not really what the movie's about, then it's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I I thought this was more like that." Like there there are some moments where it's like there are some rom comy level stuff in this too, right. like yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, it, it was kind of funny because I like again because of my the the way uh, a, a Korean revenge film is a low term for me. I wanted to try and get Helen to watch this movie, but she was not interested because of our shared understanding of what that genre means. And I was mm. like, "Oh wait, half of this movie is just a K drama, and she loves those. She sure. doesn't exactly, and she doesn't hate action movies either. Like she actually would have liked this movie. We just thought it was a very different movie from sure. descriptions and and like what little looking into it we had seen. Um, so it is kind of interesting from that angle. Um, yeah, and then just I think it is also a weird thing where the because like. I can ex- like if you just watch the first and last fi- uh, action sequence, the story connecting them is actually relatively simple. Because the f- first action sequence is, oh, yeah. she is trying to get revenge on the people who killed her husband. Second, at last action sequence, I should say, her husband is actually alive, and right. is still and it, and has betrayed her is a crime boss and was the one who originally killed their father. That's really all you need to string those two pieces together. So that, I think that's another aspect of why I'm not, I didn't love the, the middle aspect as much as it was done really well. It just, I I felt like it it wasn't necessary to that story. And because those two pieces bookended, I was like, what is the main story here? Is is it the the revenge against her former husband? It's like if that's the story you want to tell, do that story. If you want to tell the story of this like spy world and her handler and their relation stuff, it's like cool, tell that story. But the like the fact that her husband comes back so late and like becomes the main antagonist so late into the story. It just, um, it didn't, it didn't, all all the pieces didn't quite gel for me as much as there are pieces that I thought were fucking amazing. Um, so it is definitely falls into the like, oh, there's a fuck ton to learn from and emulate and be inspired by in this movie. But if I was talking to a more of a general audience kind of person who's just going to sit and try to enjoy a movie, the the length is a big turnoff and the pacing like I can't imagine to be to be clear the length the, it is a two hour movie right like but just you, so people know right like, yeah yeah sorry I, I thought I had mentioned that but I don't think I did like I yeah so it's it's a I weird just, one I, I just didn't want people thinking like Jesus is it four hours long no like, no, no you're no. right I I yeah. just meant like you also 
I I really felt that time in the, the middle. The, you know, it starts it starts so high energy, and then yeah. obviously the pacing changes like ten minutes in to be a lot lot slower. And so yeah, because of that, you just feel it the the length longer, like more yeah. because of that pace change for sure. Um, totally. I I to me I I think that the the middle stuff is it to me it feels valuable because it's it's not that it's like it's one of those things where it's a story about a person that sort of like could have gone away from a world or a decision or whatever but ends up you know kind of not being able to and that got her into this situation mm-hmm. and like it, it, it kind of to me all that stuff is kind of all the like uh the the aspects of revenge film where it's like you know you could just act, like revenge is a path that you are choosing and you could go away from it mm-hmm. but obviously they, like they don't and then that has consequences and bad things happen because you stay in the world of revenge like i don't like, think so, that's really accurate for this movie though grant because she really for the most majority of the middle of the movie she is neither a she is not actively pursuing her antagonist in in the form of the person who killed her father because she doesn't no, but she she's, she, she's made a decision she, yeah she's to, living with the consequences of previous decisions but that is that's technically denouement for a story we didn't see ar- arguably like that's not moving the story forward to her 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 like i said earlier her her main driving goal in a majority of the movie is I, th- I think it's I, shown I, in a different way. I think it's shown. I think it's examined in a different light from other revenge films. But I don't think that. I mean, like, I th- I still think she's she's still making uh, the decision to stay in this you know world. Like she's she's a she's essentially decided that like eh, fuck it, I'll just go with it kind of thing. When, you know, when like, do you think that decision occurs? It occurs when she is in the, uh, like, when she first comes into the uh, the training program or whatever of the, her, of the her like, options female at that point assassins. Were, wait, her options at that point were die and have her unborn child die or do what they say. I, I don't really see that as no, no. a choice oh, in that. No, no, but that's, that's the thing. She, that, like, that's specifically, she specifically said... Kill me, like she was ready right, to but die. Ch- okay, that's a mis. Like, I think that's a misframing of her choice. Then she's not choosing. Oh, I'm gonna stay in this re- this action world. It's I'm gonna stay alive for the sake of my child. Like that, yeah, and, th- and then it's like, oh well, what does she need to do to do that? It's like, oh well, she needs to obey the orders of this assassin training program, and that again, like that's her motivation. She wants to not die as a field operative assassin agent so that she can she and her child can have a normal life until later uh, right. a wrench is thrown into that plan which right at that point she very makes more choices of right I, th- I think it's more that like i think it feels weird especially because we're there's so much dramatic irony given to, like the audience sure, is given sure, so right. much information yeah, yeah. that them being left out of the fact that hey, actually your husband's totally alive and he's the bad guy and he's like, if he was like this looming presence so that the the audience was like, hey, hey, we know this is what your motivation is. We know you want to be achieving this normal life, but like we are afraid for you that that's not really tenable. Mm-hmm. Could make it a more cohesive emotional experience for the audience, but for me it was just like, oh. Like to us, the only obstacle we see in her way is like some some random schmuck she needs to kill o- over the course of her assassinating, and that's like oh, and then as far as we know, that's it. She'll earn her freedom, and then and like a majority of what we're following is all like even that she only I think she only assassinates as like a field person two people. Uh, two people and then the and attempt then on her see, husband's think, life yeah. la- later. Yeah. Um, so most of that, is, most of what's actually happening there is the 
the conflict between trying to maintain a normal life with sure. her perceived husband and her assassinating. And yeah, you could, I guess the thing that makes it not that, that conflict not feel like it wraps up is that her normal life isn't actually destroyed by her assassinating career. It's destroyed by her backstory in the open, like from long before the assassinating. If it was, like, I mean, yeah, like in the middle, we're not just following her modern thing. We do he get all the backstory. We get all too, that so backstory, be, but yeah, that is yeah. still um, the. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm right. just saying it's I, after yeah, the fact. I, we know, like, yeah. So right. I think there are different ways you could make it gel a little better. I don't think it's like. Uh, a, I don't think this is Rise of Skywalker. It's not an inherently broken story. Um, uh. I just like the like you could make the her husband you like the like if he w- became aware of her existence because of some some something more directly tied to her assassinating, it would be like oh. No, of course you can't both have an assassinating life and a normal life. Like that—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's the lesson learned in the end, or something. Um, but because, really, really, I feel like you could take all the backstory stuff, all the backstory scenes. You could take the opening scene. You could take the ending scene, and tell mostly the same story. The the another thing that I thought was interesting about the assassinating thing. I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Uh-huh. is at least from the action direction and, and I wonder if something behind the scenes kind of explains how, how this happened she appears at least to me being just some guy watching movies so what the fuck do I know um, but in terms of like how, who she's fighting how many people she's fighting how successful she is she appears to be more a more competent fighter prior to actually getting training which I thought that just uh interesting right like she fight, she does a hallway well, scene with no training I, 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 well not well, no training not but no training yeah her, yeah her crime training not her assassin training and then she gets assassin training fights one guy with a sword and wins but like it's one guy with a sword and then fights two naked guys with knives and really has a hard time of it. Um, I know I may- think th- maybe I'm just oversimplifying these things, and like, yeah, she was fighting well, a hundred a hundred ants versus two horses is like not a fair right. comparison kind of thing. She also um, goes through a whole fucking bus of people. That was pretty dope, right? That, but again, like that that is at the very end, and I I attribute right. because of right. like. Well, I think part of it is the is the 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 nature of the like you know the passion behind the the fight right. like that seems to be kind of the thing like where like she went into the to the first scene you know we find out like with literally no like yeah. she just didn't want to live just go for that it that totally makes and, like, sense at the end i feel like it's the same you know that totally makes sense that would actually be a really cool thing for the movie to have explored. I, I'm not saying it should have, because I, I don't know that it necessarily fits in, but it would have... It's a cool thing for a story to explore where it's like, sure. hey, we just saw you kill a whole hallway... You do a whole hallway fight scene worth of murdering. You should be an assassin. And then they're like, oh, she actually isn't great at this? It's like, yeah, because I have no reason to kill these people. I had a lot of reasons to kill that hallway for full of people. Right. No, that's like, a that, very... That could be a cool a very, thing. That's a very... Yeah, that's a very, like... I feel like that's a very... Um, I've seen I've seen aspects of that story before where it's like, oh, like, this person is not that great of a fighter, but when you get them to a certain level of pissed off or whatever, <laughs> then that's when, like, you know, they just are able to... To f- just grit through it and kind of you know do whatever you know big thing they need to do. Um, but yeah, um, I've just never seen that explored. Like I think I think that kind of like anime e climax kind of thing happens in in action a lot. Of like oh, I'm getting my ass kicked, but now I'm now I'm angry or now I'm motivated, right, so I'll win. Right. But actually showing that in this kind of dynamic of like hey, just because I I was successful in my revenging doesn't mean I'll be good at my assassinating. Like, I think that would sure, just be a fun sure. premise. Um, 
uh, one other thing I forgot to bring up in terms of how it's shot. Um, I wanted to mention because I'm just rewatching this bus brawl scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Th- there's a v- it, there's like some very Jackie Chan inspired stunt work uh, on this bus scene, but like it's f- not filmed like a Jackie Chan movie. It's filmed mm-hmm. like um, more like the John Wick or Kingsman like action scenes. Yeah, and very, a lot of tracking shots. Kingsman's yeah. a good one because I, I like. John Wick has tracking shots. I don't think they're that pulled up close. Right, right. The- like this is like doing all this crazy ass camera work yeah. to like go fly in and then out and then yeah. uh, like the choreography it, it, above the cameraman and the people as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. And even just from an emotional stance, having the camera pulled in that tight allows yeah. you to be surprised with them about like the person that just snuck up behind them and stuff. Right, right, um, right. We should probably say so reminiscent dope. of Jackie Chan fight choreography versus inspired by just because we don't know. I just realized that phrasing sure. in my head. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I agree. There's a lot of things that you could say if you have that kind of diverse media consumption of like, oh, this is very reminiscent of this and this and this. And it reminds me of this. Um, mm-hmm. But like without going into their mind palace, I feel I personally feel uncomfortable being like, I think you definitely meant to do it like this other movie that I've right. seen before. Right. No, I just was more saying like, it, uh, I'm think I'm saying it more of the way of like the way I would tell somebody about it. Like, <laughs> I would I would be kind of like, oh man, remember when Jackie Chan jumped on the back of that bus uh, with an umbrella in Police Story? This is like that, but with a fucking hatchet, and then right. it kills everybody inside. Like, like it, it's such a yeah, like that's a it's a, a pitch. For watching the scene, kind of thing, uh, but yeah, um, oh, it's so cool. Anywho, yeah, I mean, I I think I'm glad I watch it. I want to be very clear about that. As much as I, there are ways in my mind where I'm like, oh, this could be better. I am very glad I watch it. I, depending on the, I I would carefully tailor my recommendation to who I'm speaking to, um. But I think the two fight scenes, I don't need to do that tailoring. It's like, Mm -hmm. yes, I recommend these fight scenes to anybody who is not like doesn't hate fun and doesn't like good action scenes Mm -hmm. easily. I don't know. I don't know if you'd agree with this. I, I, I think my best practice going forward is to just not tell you anything about the thing that I'm telling you that you have to watch. I mean, I have experience. to watch it. So, yeah, you don't need to sell me on like, it. Because I feel like I, I, I feel like you are more susceptible to the. The oh, I thought it was going to be this and then uh, didn't. Yep, it wasn't I am that. very, like, very, very susceptible to that. I also did find this uh, this movie on Hulu, which was like the start of like. Oh, if this was just like some really depressing thing, I don't think it would be necessarily be on Hulu then. <laughs> well, I don't know why that makes sense Hulu, in my brain. Hulu is a place of rainbows and unicorns that, on Hulu. Not that, but it's <laughs> I don't know. It it implies a level of like access to the masses kind of thing. That's like, uh-huh. oh, there has to be a reasonable level that people sure will sure. enjoy this. Versus it's like, oh, no, you, this only exists if you pirate it or buy a DVD from Korea. I'm like, okay, this could be anything then. Right. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying it makes sense. It just made sense in my head, but I'm also a crazy person. So who knows? It's uh, good. I like this movie. I, I do <laughs> want to I, I do want to know, like, I haven't. Um, I think that. uh it's cool that obviously uh, Parasite doing so well has made more people interested in uh, Korean cinema. Cause I think, I mean, we've known for a while just because we've known Brian, right. like we've been exposed to more Korean cinema than probably the, the stereotypical just person uh, on the street. Uh, and I feel like it, it's been well documented that there's some dope ass Korean films. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Let's list some now. Okay. I actually want uh, unless you have anything more to add to nope, specifically. Because I in 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 talking about Parasite, 
I want to again recommend. I'm trying not to burp right now. Sorry. Hey, me too. Uh, I, did, I did burp. Uh, I want to recommend Okjaw because Okjaw is great. I haven't seen it, it yet. You really should. Um, I it, it is an interesting movie because it is it has a somewhat like anime or anime reminiscent like premise but it's highly grounded in the real world mm. in a way that is like surprising that mm. i will say like it does make it dark at times like it it has the aspects that i was afraid of going into this movie um <laughs> Okay. In terms of like, uh, like animal cruelty, um, oh. but it's really good, and I really enjoyed it, um, and I highly recommend it. And it's the same director as Parasite, so that's why I'm mentioning it. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna mention a movie that Brian had told me about a couple years ago, The Thieves, uh, 2012 movie. Uh, that is just a really, really good heist film. It's really dope. Cool. Is it? Yeah. Is it reminiscent of like classic Western heist films, or does it have like a unique flavor to it? it that, that I, mean, I it it definitely has some like like it 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 it, it does have like kind of the the structure of uh, like uh, some of other heist films that you would know, <laughs> um, and there's aspects of it that are that feel kind of oceans movies e but mm-hmm. it also has kind of like this it has this kind of unique flair to it both just from like the story perspective that they do some interesting stuff but also like it's kind of like this cool uh it's been a while since i've seen it but i believe it's they've got a like they've got like a couple of teams of of thieves that are kind of like coming together to work on this thing so there's like Oh, there's like the the team from uh, Korea, but then there's also like the the Chinese team because they're gonna be going to to Macau and like stuff and okay. like like it, it's kind of like an interesting and like the relationships between those different teams and stuff like it's kind of like a unique and interesting, interesting kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, highly recommend that one. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's good. Um, that same guy also did one that I haven't seen, but I believe I've heard is good called the big swindle. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that, that, that's probably cool. Uh, nice. I don't yeah. know of any others that I can recommend it, honestly, only cause my, I just haven't seen a lot of them. Right. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think people have gone back and watched Snowpiercer some and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, not not that that's that's not really starring Korean actors that much, but um, but yeah, that's good too. E. Um, Akja, go see Akja. Oh, watch, watch Akja. This is not this is not, uh, not a Korean film in any way, shape, or form. But I wanted to uh, recommend uh, a movie that I did watch this. Uh, this week um so i went back and watched the only ryan johnson movie that i had not seen uh the brothers bloom and it was super adorable it's hard to like describe but i think if if like it does the ryan johnson thing where it takes a genre and then it kind of you know, it, it clearly shows that he has this love for that genre, but he wanted to take it and kind of twist a little bit on it and, you know, see what he could do with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's following these these two uh, con men trying to pull this big, you know, con on someone. And it, it it's really adorable, and I it's hard to, like explain why it was really great but i really enjoyed it uh and it's not my favorite of his movies but it was it was really enjoyable and it was nice to see that even like one of his older uh movies was uh like because i had seen brick and this came a little bit after that and i was like oh sweet he's 
They're just all good. He's They're just all good. good. at all. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Fine. I'll recommend a completely unrelated thing to our sure. main topic, too. Uh, the Netflix show, I'm not okay with this. Uh, oh, I've it, heard that's good. It's from someone else really, other than you. It, it's I really <laughs> like it. Uh, uh-huh. it, it is uh, seven episodes that are like thirty minutes. So mm-hmm. it's I I'm just gonna say like it's essentially a long movie. Really, like you can sure. knock it out in an evening pretty easily. Um, I think it's based off of a book or a comic, which I'm actively trying to avoid like looking into because i i'm very interested in where this concept can go but i don't want to like just have the answer told to me from what reading a wikipedia page about the source material um Mm. but yeah it's really interesting i really like it uh and that's i think it is a thing that the more the more blind you can be going into it i think is good um, because it it twists some genres in some ways that are cool, and I should probably stop talking now. Okay, okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I honestly uh, am tempted to pick it for an episode in the future if you don't hop uh, on it quick. So, um, I one thing that I am interested about that. Um, is that uh so the the main actress in that uh Sophia Lillis who was Beverly Marsh in the It mm-hmm. movies um so like I heard that that was good and then randomly someone else uh like mentioned that there was a Nancy Drew movie that like was came out last year that's her as Nancy Drew <laughs> and I was like oh that's cool and like so I, I got it I haven't watched it yet uh, I have okay, no idea if it's know, good or bad I, or anything I saw that I was like oh I might dig that like I like right, that kind yeah, of genre same, exactly so um, I was like oh that seems like yeah, fun sure I, I saw that too um, she's also in uh, a Nancy and Gretel very the Vivich esque movie wow. which you might dig because I know you like creepy witch stuff. Uh, yeah. To me, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that looks bad." Um, oh, it's called Gretel and Hensel. They they flipped it. They around flipped on it. Us. Fl- really flipped the script <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. I I was. Oh under- yeah, this looks very the Vavitch. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I think <gasps> it looks not great. Only because I really didn't like the Vavitch. Maybe if I didn't oh, see probably, that movie, I would think this looks I'm good. Totally watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Let me know if I'm. Wrong. <laughs> it's hard. It's, yeah, I'll I'll try to 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 judge it, reminding myself that I just really like witches. Yeah, <laughs> and not everybody is is pumped. Oh man, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, that's like a lot of movies to yep. for people to go watch and stuff. So, um. Cool. Well, I think that will do it. Um, uh, we want to thank Brenna for her awesome artwork. Yes. Thanks, Dave, for editing and giving us some theme music. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. If you want to comment, you can on SoundCloud. Yeah, Brian. We said that earlier. Brian, Brian does need to. Brian. Yeah, Brian, put, Brian, comment and put a bunch of your favorite movies uh, from Korean uh that have Korean actors or that are from Korean filmmakers, either one just just school us all in in Korean film. Yeah. And, and you know give it a like give it a content warning of if it's like, oh yeah, this is like they go through the some horrible shit before they start getting revenge <laughs> or not. It's like I need that, and I apparently am wrong in thinking that all the Korean vi- revenge films are that. So mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs>